Welcome to the Augusta Golf Show podcast. Now, here's John Patrick. Well, Curtis Strange is a two-time major champion, winning one of his U.S. Opens at Oak Hill. He is a member of the World Golf Hall of Fame and covers major championships for ESPN. Pleasure to welcome Curtis Strange to the Augusta Golf Show for the very first time. How are you, Curtis? I'm good. How are you? I am great. I am great. Let me start with this. Earlier this week, Wake Forest women win the national championship. How about that? You know, I watched every shot. I my I bit every fingernail I had. <laughs> it was hard for them, and, and they really played well. And You know, it's just a small little school over there in Winston-Salem, so whenever we can get a national championship, it means a great deal to all of us in the Deacon Nation. You, we, we talked a little bit before going on the air. I know that you're three years older than I am. We both grew up in Tidewater. Um, two questions. Why did you choose Wake? And if not Wake, where would you have gone? Well, I, looking back on it, uh, my, my family wanted me to go to UVA, but they didn't give any aid. And, uh, you know, Dad had died young, so mm-hmm. we needed some aid for me to go to college. And, and Wake Forest, you know, came to the to the help. And, and plus, you know, you know, you think you can play and you want to go to a good golf school, and Wake was the best golf school in our region. Um, quite frankly, it was um, it was Georgia, it was Wake, it was Florida, it was Houston, it was Southern Cal. So there weren't many really golf schools given full scholarships out there. And being a Palmer fan, and Arnold went to Wake, and then Lanny, uh, being from um, uh, Richmond, mm-hmm. uh, who was currently was currently at Wake. Uh, uh, I said, "Geez, that's it's a it's a it's a given for me." I'm, I signed on the dotted line, and I did. Um, was there was anybody else close? Would you would you have thought about Houston or something like that? No, I, I really didn't. I would have I, I would have thought about it if it was anybody else around. I mean, Maryland had a nice program, and and uh, uh, I, I guess uh, State had a nice program, NC State. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Wake was the best, and, and when the best comes calling and says, we want to give you a full ride, then, yeah. then you sign. And, and I didn't know how good I was. I was so apprehensive going down there because I knew they, were, they just won the ACC the year before. And, you know, you just, when you don't play outside of your state, uh, you just don't know how you measure up. And so you went down there, and, and, and things worked out well, and, and we, we, we gelled together and we played well together. But... Uh, that was pretty much it. I mean, when you're 18, 17, 18, there's no right or wrong reason, but I do know looking back on it, and I've said this many, many times, I'm sitting here talking to you today because I went to Wake Forest. Uh, they gave me the opportunity to play, play against three or four of the best players in the country every day on our team, uh, get get a little bit of an education, and had a great coach. Who was the best? I know Jay was, was on the team, and, and, and Andy Bean would have been at Florida. Who was the best player you saw at that time? Uh, Jerry Pate was, was talented but didn't win much. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was a freshman, Gary Koch and Andy Bean were in Florida. They were the team to beat. Mm-hmm. We, we did beat them. Uh, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, we were we were good, and we didn't we didn't look at it that way. We we came in as two freshmen, two sophomore, junior, and won our first year. So we didn't look at other people being better than we did. We really did. I love that. Um, speaking of the wayback machine, you went back to Oak Hill uh, last week. Have you had you been back 
at all or often or not at all? No, I went back and I was there for a dinner some years ago, and I'd never been back to really see the course. Uh, I'd heard a lot about it. Uh, I have friends there. Uh, Craig Harmon, the longtime pro there for 42 years, is a dear friend. and So I was really anxious to go see what they'd done, and what they'd done was terrific. And I think those who they're listening that watched it on TV last week um, saw that. Even if you had, don't remember what Oak Hill was, you saw how pretty – pristine how challenging it was this year last week and so it was tremendous it was a great test uh you don't want to go play golf in may and in, in, in rochester new york that's not a that's not a on your bucket list type of trip but you know later in the year it is but it's uh fans you know they spill over from buffalo they're great sports town uh all it was all good it was a tremendous week pj hit a home run with it and they got a great champion in Brooks Koepka. We're talking with Curtis Strange here on the Augusta Golf Show. Were you surprised at how well Brooks played? No, not at Augusta. Not after Augusta. Okay. Uh, I was a little bit surprised. Is the wrong word. I was. I was a little bit uh, impressed by how well he played because, quite frankly, they had not played a lot of competitive golf because those who on the LIV tour. Had only had two tournaments prior Augusta for the year. Now, come to find out, he'd played in one, two, one or two other events over there in, in, in the Far East. But I think not being on that stage for, for six months, eight months, the big stage, uh, playing in these 54-old tournaments, not to knock them, but it's not the same thing. There's, there's, no, there's not many people. There's no energy. It's a different animal. Uh, so I was, I was my, my comment before the week was that uh, – I think he might have some rust, uh, and he did not at Augusta. And so after seeing that full well on, that I thought he was going to be, uh, you know, capable at a PGA. You know, when you when you're starting to pick, you know, prior to the tournament, you know, we're doing the sports centers all week. You, you, you they want you to pick and tell why or why not people will play or play. You know, you, you throw a darts blindfold. Sure. You pick on basically who's playing well, their talent level, and who's what their current form is. And Kepka's current form was good. Dustin Johnson, LIB player's current form was good. Cam Smith was good. So it wouldn't surprise me any of those players played well at the PGA. Do you think they've got any bit of buyer's remorse when they get to a tournament, when they get to a major, and they sort of remember what it was like? Do you think they have some pangs for that? John, I think so. The, The energy that's at the masters and the PGA and the energy you get from the fans and what you can give back to them, national television, 30,000 fans, the big stage with the, against the best players in the world and Scheffler and Rom and, you know, all the rest. Um, do they have buyer's remorse? Um, I don't know if they have buyer's remorse or not, but I think they missed that stage. Absolutely. Can you see Brooks in the in the World Golf Hall of Fame? Oh yeah, okay, absolutely. Now because you know he's won five majors, uh, all you know all majors. You have to remember the uh, the big the big problem with all of this is the PGA Tour and LIV. They broke our bylaws, the PGA Tour bylaws, my bylaws. They broke them and they're suspended. So they will be suspended from the PGA Tour for quite a while 
even after their contract runs out and they want to come back. Yeah, That's the word. But to go in the Hall of Fame, absolutely. It's a World Golf Hall of Fame. It is not a PGA Tour Hall of Fame. And that's what I have to keep reminding people. I'm pushing for an amateur to get in now who's got a record only second to Bobby Jones and and it, there's pushback, but it's not an it's not a pro Hall of Fame. It's a it's a professional. Right. It's, it's a golf Hall of Fame. Anyway, absolutely yes. Do, uh, with that line, PGA champions are always on the Ryder Cup team. Does he is he on this year's Ryder Cup team? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay. I don't know. I don't know what uh, you know. Zach Johnson came out last week and said, "You know, I haven't gone there yet. Um, I haven't thought about picks yet." Brooks Kepka is certainly going to be an option. Um, and that was before he won number one. That was like on Thursday or Friday or Saturday. Uh, now that he's won, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Without, without doubt. Might be, might be the second or third best player on the team. Uh, and if he's on the team, everything will be just fine. You have to remember these players, before they left for LIV, there's no, there's no animosity. There's no problem with those players. They left to go to play, to, to accept a, a large appearance money, mm-hmm. and that's okay. They can do whatever they want. You just don't turn around and sue us and want to change the rules and come back and play our tour. That's where the problem comes in. And so the players themselves, what I'm getting at is, have they have no problem with each other whatsoever. Um, Brooks, you know, is Brooks, so you know his his swagger might not fit somebody else's personality but that's 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 competition that's athletics so uh, they'll all be just fine whoever's gonna be on that team before i let you go um this is something that's i can't get out of my head for the last couple of months masters and now the pga do you think rory would benefit from a caddy change hmm he won his majors he won his majors with jp and then you know, signed up yeah, his buddy. Yeah, yeah. And... Well, change sometimes is good. Uh, I don't. I'm not blaming the caddy for anything. Rory's any score is Rory's shooting right now. But sometimes a caddy change is a new face, new personality. Oftentimes, we see a guy pick up a new caddy for a week, and they play well. Uh, why is that? I don't know. But it's it seems very odd, doesn't it? Um, Rory needs to get back to to living and breathing the game in which he loves and he plays. Rory is that type of personality that wants to be involved mentally and physically. Uh, he's a talker. I heard somebody say that last week, and I agree with that. He's a talker. Uh, he's a very intelligent, thoughtful young man. And when he goes to the press room, he's honest to a fault. And that's good. The press love him. I love him for that. But sometimes you need to back off a little bit and not talk about, you know, uh, something else other than golf. Uh, so I think he needs to get back to playing golf. And that's tough to do, though. When you have a personality that wants to be involved, that's not easily done. Hmm. That's why he chose to be on the policy board of the PGA Tour. That's why he chooses to go and talk about these things. But I think it takes away from his golf just a little bit. I told you before we came on the air, I have wanted to do this for a very long time. I'm glad we finally well, let's connected. let's keep on. I'm in no hurry. Oh, oh, well, <laughs> you know what? That's a bad thing that you just said, because I'll call you back. 
Um, hey, you got it. Anytime. He is Curtis Strange, a two-time major champion, member of the World Golf Hall of Fame. Curtis, thank you so very much for doing this. Thanks, I appreciate, I appreciate it. it. Enjoyed it.